welcome. Pause, pause, pause. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so I didn't want to start this that way. So welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, one only Colin Dormont Taylor. Before we get started, I wanted to play you a clip. Um, actually, let's, let's do this all together. Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, one only Colin Dormont Taylor. Now, before we started, I wanted to play you a clip from another episode of Acho's um, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. This time he happens to have on there um, um, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. This is the first time I'm hearing this as well. I didn't get a chance to um, to listen to this before, so we're going to hear this together as the show starts. So, 
And there you have it. We are going to go ahead and break that down as soon as we come back from the injury. edition of the my t sports podcast i am your host the one and only talent omar taylor it is august 25th it is tuesday it is just a couple of minutes past the noon hour if you are here today i appreciate that we we got the whole boat ready for you i'm sorry natalie if the intro was a little bit difficult to hear we'll go ahead and make any little tweaks and adjustment that you may need but listen today we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about we got to talk about whatever happens what was going on in basketball camp of course the la blowout and and and, and different moves we're gonna get into that Roger Goodell, um, that Roger Goodell interview with 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 Acho as well. Um, and you know what? We're probably just gonna start right there. <laughs> Coming across again, what um Acho on um, this this series that Acho has been doing, called "Uncomfortable Conversation with a Black Man," right? And this time he sits down with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, and. He's going through a lot of things with Roger Goodell. And <laughs> to be honest with you, I would say a lot of things that I'm pretty sure that a lot of fans didn't know about Roger Goodell. I'm pretty sure maybe even some players didn't know about Roger Goodell. And that was that his father <laughs> used to, well, he, um, used to um, march with Coretta. Um, Scott King, um, in 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 regards to human rights, amongst other things. So, I'm not you hearing me, Natalie. It was was it just the intro you had a problem hearing, or are you have have a problem hearing me in general right now? <clears throat> so, that was real interesting to hear, and and this isn't this isn't the first, um, this isn't the first episode that he's done with the with the uncomfortable conversations with a black man but this is something that I've, I've actually enjoyed listening to enjoy listening to, to the first time with you guys and be, and also sharing on on the podcast because based off everything that's that still happened to be going on from 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 the issues with joy um George Floyd um George Floyd to even more recently um Jake Blake on um, the um, the individual in in, in 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 Wisconsin that got shot eight times in his back by police officers. That's still a that's still a scenario that it, that is very recent and still and it's still being fully digested by not just not just his family but the whole entire world all over again. In another trying times, you see police ultimately what this ultimately ultimately they just keep trying to figure out 
Why is it always excessive force? You see incidences left and right where they do have the opportunity to not use excessive force to detain individuals. Why is it always excessive? Why? Like, like it's like I think I heard I heard I heard Jay Williams say today earlier today, but we've said it here plenty of times in the podcast. Um, if you aren't properly trained to do your job or you have so many infractions on your job, how can you actually we said it here on the podcast just within in, in the opening week last week? If you're not properly trained to do your job, how do you consistently keep your job? Like, and, and, and this goes for almost everybody in America. You understand? Like, if you thought you had incompetence, pe incompetent people on your job, why keep that job? Because it just keeps reflecting bad on your company. It keeps reflecting bad on the people that represent that company and, and everything involved. This is what keeps happening with the police. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like you're starting to hear that 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 they're, that they're a little that they're a little um, minority children that now are, are starting to have basically a form of PTSD just from hearing police sirens growing up now, just because of what they keep seeing happening with people that look like them in the news. Instead of police sirens supposed to be, oh, you know, um, somebody's coming to somebody's going to go help somebody, they think, oh man, we about to die. That's sad. And as more, as more, we'll we'll continue to watch the scenario with Jake Blake as more information continues to come out. And thank God that I guess he didn't. Okay. Thank God that he didn't at least he didn't lose his life. And I guess that's the best scenario that, that you can come away with. But I don't know how you get I mean. The only person I can think of to ask, how do you get shot um, eight times and you survive that, I guess is 50 cents. So I guess I'll be following 50 for the next couple of days to see if he's going <laughs> to offer any words of wisdom or encouragement. Well, yeah, thank God it didn't lead to death. But ironically, yesterday was a day that we were celebrating somebody's life because of their death. And that happened to be the late, great Kobe Bryant, the late, great Hall of Famer Kobe Bryant. Yesterday was considered August 24th, which I didn't realize until yesterday, right, that, or maybe the day before, that August 23rd is Kobe's birthday. And then August 24th is Kobe's day. <laughs> and it's Kobe day. And Normally, normally, and, and I guess like it, it guess depending on what kind of organization or who you are, you can you can clump both of them together and get yourself a two-day holiday. I wonder how many Kobe fans take off that take off this day now and, and make it their own little personal holiday. Because listen, like you can make your own holiday. Let's remember this, people. You can make your own holiday and celebrate it every single year if you want to. You don't listen. Is this? I mean, you understand? I understand there's national holidays and blah 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 blah. But those are national holidays. Everybody celebrates. You can make your own that you just celebrate by yourself, or you and your friends celebrate, or you and your family celebrate. You can make your own holiday. And there's nothing else. There's nothing else better than being off when everybody else is working. It's the greatest. One of the greatest feelings in the world. And especially if you got your close friends with you. Oh man. Oh man. Like now you're talking my language. Now you're talking my language. But yeah, I didn't realize that Kobe's day was going to be a day after his birthday. And I'm telling you like how crazy that this year has been, right? How crazy that this year has been when we're talking about like the deaths and the and 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 the different um levels of um, police brutality, the um the the pandemic, the different the different global threats that they keep saying are almost popping up between hornets and 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 and, and sicknesses and all kinds of stuff, right? But how crazy, like how crazy that all of this happened this year, that sometimes you don't even realize that Kobe's death happened earlier this year as well. And in the year that his death happened, to believe that something so world-changing can also take place, that it forces basketball to stop. So that basketball, meaningful basketball, playoff basketball, can be played on his birthday and have not only his team come be playing on that day, they get to release a Mamba jersey, black jerseys with scales on it. That was, that was dope as fuck. And to have your team led by their king, 
I, I got it. I'll have to admit it. Like, he may not be the king, like the king of kings. He ain't Triple H, but LeBron James is basketball royalty. And I'll say this: I, I'll, I can't deny that LeBron James is basketball royalty. Because I also believe that, that Melo is basketball royalty. So I gotta put up. <laughs> no, no, like he's upper echelon basketball royalty. Like, like upper genetic pool kind of kind of individual. Like when you when you talk about individuals that have dominated their game and have been an influence and like like when you talk about magic and bird and jordan and kobe and tim duncan and shaq you need to put lebron james in there big oscar robinson wilt chamberlain you understand kareem abdul jabbar bill russell lebron james's name deserves to be in the talk of the 15 greatest players in the NBA, the 15 most influential, Jerry West, like, like his name is amongst the kings of this, of this sport. He's the king of something. And he's definitely the king of this team in LA. And his team beat the living dog shit out of, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like you understand, like they, they started off this game with a 10 0 run. Like from from the jump. Now, granted, the game before that, like LeBron James drew a foul by tripping over his own teammate. We ain't gonna talk about that. But Jesus, they, I mean, this, this was like this was beat you down to the white meat kind of ass whooping. This was a a parental level ass whooping. Like like this was like I'm gonna beat the logos off your jersey ass whooping. Like like you understand when when people say I'm gonna beat the brakes off of something. Like this was that kind of ass whooping. Like this was like you gonna have to take a nap after this ass whooping ass whooping. Like it was one of those. We're talking about a game that ended 135 to 115, and I'm telling you, it wasn't that close. Let me say that again for you. Yes. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I, I, I am really happy about what's going on on that one time in basketball camp. And listen, this whole show may just be about basketball. Let's let you know. This whole time show may be basketball. Listen, if you guys are, if you guys are listening... I think Natalie, I'm not sure if you got you got a chance to hear this yet or not. So for anybody that's listening, as you know, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break in about seven minutes, halfway through the show. And during that break, we will play the season of pod made for the pod community in honor of obviously the late great pod god and all everybody that not only helps represent but but everybody that's in that represents the the Jet Black Entertainment Organization that helps raise funds, you know, I mean, for that for that organization, so that they can help the community, help um, help local businesses in their community and other in local businesses in communities, and help them continue operations or start them up, start them up. Multiple multiple layers, multiple levels. Jet Black Entertainment, check them out. Donate today. So as we continue, right? Yeah, I mean, LeBron James, LeBron James, you kind of figured. That LeBron James is gonna show out, especially since like Luke, like Luca got all of that shine yesterday, right? Like great, great players like this, they don't, they don't take nights off. And LeBron James is gonna be is one of those players that, at, at, he's at this point where he's no longer taking nights off. Like he is engaged right now in everything. That's what this game was at was 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 ten zero at one point in time. This game was eight twenty four at one point in time. I didn't know this. LeBron James realizes and let me know. You understand? So this. This game, it's 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 a, it's a it's almost like it's a direct reaction to Luka Doncic hitting that game winner three point shot over Kawhi Leonard. Well, over Kawhi Leonard, but the LA Clippers. This feels like that, like that's a direct response to that, but also a response to the moment, a response to it being Kobe Day, a response to um, um to the Lakers play, a response to the fact that you're playing a Portland team that gave you hell. Right, those first couple of games, and they seem to be wounded right now. And this is the perfect time for you to start pouncing on them. And they did 135, 115. This game wasn't close. Any hopes, and I'm and I'm saying this more to me because I've said this here on the podcast, but any hopes of 
the Portland Trailblazers winning. And I'm talking about like the Portland Trailblazers don't even look like Portland Trailblazers anymore. Like like they look like traveling neophytes. Like like that's that like that's what they look like right now. They 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 look they 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 look like they they look like um like like baby lambs coming out of coming out of their mother trying to walk across the terrain. No, not not trailblazing at all. They ain't blazing nobody's trail. They they look like an icy terrain if you want to say anything. You know what I mean? No 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 no. They look the opposite of anything trailblazing. And any hopes that you thought uh, that I had of them possibly winning an NBA championship or even just beating the Lakers is gone. It's absolutely gone. It's absolutely gone. It's absolutely gone. Just like Becky Lynch's championship belt, it is gone. How long is it going to take before she turns on she turns on her partner and challenges her? That's coming. You know that's in the woodworks. Speaking of gone, right? Speaking of gone. We spoke to you yesterday. I like how that sounds. So we spoke to you yesterday. <laughs> and we told you that when a team like Philly that has all of that talent gets swept by this by Boston, and, and this I'm telling you, oh my God, Eastern Conference champion, Eastern Conference final four is so good. It's so good because any one of these teams can win. Any one of these teams can win. But speaking of going, like I said, when you have a team like Philadelphia that has all of that talent, and they get swept in the playoffs, and they just keep losing in the playoffs. They couldn't get past. They couldn't get past Toronto last year. I I get it. Toronto had Kawhi Leonard, and they won the NBA championship. But then they get swept by Boston this year, and I get it. They didn't have Ben Simmons. You know, that's supposed to be their point guard or their point four, whatever it is. But when this keeps happening over and over and over and over and over again, especially since like the process should be now in this I'm bu um, budding right now. I told you somebody's gonna have to fall on that sword. We didn't know if players were going to possibly get moved or it was going to be somebody in management. And we saw that first domino drop, and it was management. The Philadelphia 76ers has gone to their head coach, Brett Brown, and they have given him the Vince Mann seal of good approval. He's gone. So we get another we have another coaching spot that starts to pop up now because now we have Philly looking for a spot, right? We still well the New York Knicks just filled up this spot, but we have the Brooklyn Nets um looking for a spot. And can I tell you there is a name being attached to the Brooklyn Nets that we are probably gonna talk about when we come back from our break. Natalie, if you're still there, I can't wait for you to hear this. Not I'm talking about during the commercial. Something for the in the commercial that I want you to hear. I want you actually. I want you to hear the commercial. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh man, how much time we have before our break? Because I definitely want to make sure we take this break right at the half an hour more. So Brett Brown is gone from the Philadelphia 76, and like I said, now we have Philly looking for a head coach. We got the Brooklyn Nets looking for a head coach. We have the New Orleans Pelicans looking for a new head coach as well. Like I said, there are some very interesting head coaching jobs that are out there. Do you want to, to finish off the process? Do you want to take on that challenge in BK with the sentimental, temperamental, temperamentals, Kawhi? I mean, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? Or do you want to take on the new stud that's probably going to get you fired if you ain't helping him progress in Kenneth Reed with better PR? I forgot his name all of a sudden now. Zion Williamson. There we go. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Matt, I'm glad you're back. I don't even know if you left. <laughs> I'm just looking how the numbers keep popping up on the thing. But we'll be back right after this commercial break. And this commercial break, I want to I want to tell you that this is crap, 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 crap. This is this is this is this is Chris's courtesy of this video. This video, this video. And I should have, I should have, I should have made sure that I that I had that actually ready. And and I and I not not even that I had it ready, right? That I wrote it down. Um that I wrote it down for you. But this is Courtesy of striving to perfection entertainment. Thank you.
maybe too loud. Joanna.
and we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, and one and only Tyler Tomar Taylor. Shout out to the guy for real, and shout out to the Podbean community and all podcasts that represent. And oh, and raise money for the Jet Black Empowerment Organization in honor of Pod God and to help local organizations prosper. <clears throat> and I also drop a link for the video um, for you guys in the comments. So go ahead and check it out if you want to go see the video as well. Um, again, um, shout out to Strive, um, um, to Striving to Perfection Entertainment for that song and for that video. Yes, that it was definitely my tea. Now, we are back. When we, before we left you guys, right, we were talking about um, about the changes that started happening around the NBA. First, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Getting rid of their head coach Brett Brown, so they're gonna start being. They're gonna start joining the the head coach hunt along with the Brooklyn Nets and the New Orleans Pelicans, two other teams that have a lot of talent on their team that are gonna be looking to add some kind of leadership so they can try to move their franchise into the next level. Now, <clears throat> Brett Brown isn't the only person that is gone right now. Also gone so far. As we now move into what I like to call that one time in basketball camp. And also gone already from the bubble are the Indiana Pacers as, well, I'll let him explain to him, to you himself, how they were able to beat the Indiana Pacers so easily four games straight. And that is how Jimmy Butler feels about Indiana's, about Indiana, about Indiana's second star. <laughs> I guess if that's what you would like to call him. And whole entire team, but ultimately, Indiana Pacers, Victor Oladipo, the whole entire Pacers organization, and because I just absolutely despise you, but Reggie Miller, you... That's not the right one. You know that. I wish. I No, I actually don't. I don't wish he got fired. I just wish he would stop calling. So maybe I do. Okay. I'm not going to finish that sentence. But Indiana Pacers. Victor Oladipo. And whoever Jimmy Butler was talking about. <laughs> Tyler Warren. <laughs> because you are now gone after four straight games after being blown out by the Miami Heat, which now sets up the Miami Heat to most likely take on Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Milwaukee Bucks, as they look to play the Orlando the Orlando Magic tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks are already up in that series 3-1, to one, and they won their last game 121-106. to 106. Giannis Antetokounmpo did Giannis Antetokounmpo things, but ultimately he led his team to a victory. Giannis Antetokounmpo, because of the Jake Blake incident where the police officer shot him in the back eight times, was, was questioned about the Jake Blake incident. Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't make any comments. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I could have... Giannis Antetokounmpo is a young superstar that, that is from Greece. He didn't make any comments. I, I understand, you know, that, 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 that his... The complexion of his skin makes him identifiable with the minorities that are being targeted. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is a is a young Greek star, is, is a young athlete from Greece. He didn't make any comments about what was going up about about the shooting of Jake Blake eight times by the police officers. 
in, in Wisconsin. But the interesting thing that does come out of um, the Miami Heat playing Giannis Antetokounmpo and Milwaukee Bucks is that there are ties to Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. There are ties to Giannis Antetokounmpo and Pat Riley in a weird way. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is not a foregone conclusion. It is not beyond the realm of possibility that the Miami Heat, based off how they are, how they're structured, how they're disciplined, now they have an extra year together. Remember, this isn't last year. They had four months off. That's a complete offseason. So now that they have another year to together, guys are a little bit more healthy. They get a chance to prepare. Jimmy Butler really gets to rub off on these guys. Pause. Right? When, 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 with all that being said, like they can beat Milwaukee. And Milwaukee hasn't looked at Listen, if Orlando can take a game away from Milwaukee, I'm telling you, Miami can take three. And if Miami could take three, well, listen, you know, you know what they said. You know, if I hit it once, I can hit it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I smash it right, I can maybe smash a friend. And the, Milwaukee, and the Miami Heat are trying to smash the Milwaukee Bucks so much that they take their friend, their star, Giannis Antetokounmpo, away from them. Because, listen, I hear it being talked out there. If Giannis Antetokounmpo loses as Milwaukee Bucks, right, to the Miami Heat in the second round, something got to give. Just like happened with Philadelphia, something's going to have to give. And what may give is Giannis being in Milwaukee. Now... What are the other ties that we talk about here? Welcome, America, to the show. Is that he may possibly come down to Miami. Because, well, him and Jimmy Butler are like-minded. They already kind of got a dog-like mentality. I'm not going to say that Chris Middleton... Okay, Chris Middleton isn't Jimmy Butler. Let's put it that way. I ain't going to say he ain't a good number two, but he ain't Jimmy Butler to have a, as your number two. And, oh, my God. Like I'm not. I'm sorry. I know. I know Giannis. I know when when they interviewed Giannis last year, and they asked him if they thought they had the players necessary to win a championship, and he came back and he said, "Yeah, I want all these guys back." And he stood up strong. And he stood up strong for his guys. And really, what he did, he stood up strong to justify bringing back Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe? Is that, is that Eric Bledsoe? It's not Eric Bledsoe. Ah. I think it's Eric Bloodsoe. I think I'm. I think I'm. <laughs> is it Eric Bloodsoe? I'm, 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 am I mistaking my blood cells? No, Eric Bloodsoe. Okay. It justified bringing back Eric Bloodsoe. And the thing about Eric Bloodsoe, Eric Bloodsoe is definitely not the starting point guard. Definitely, Eric Bloodsoe needs a backup job. Like, he, if, if Eric Bloodsoe, unless Eric Bloodsoe can do what, what, what Lou Williams does off the bench or Jamal Crawford or even Nate Robinson did off the bench, then maybe. But Eric Bledsoe wasn't a starter point guard. Eric Bledsoe wasn't a starter point guard when he was when he was young enough and talented enough and athletic enough to actually make people think he actually could be a starting point guard. He's always been a backup point guard. He can never be healthy. His number one, his his number one flaw, he can never stay healthy. And then also I understand that we're going to a smaller time in the NBA where you can play small ball. How small is small ball? I mean, I mean, I understand what the Houston Rockets do, but but they're not gonna win either. We'll talk about them in this in just a little bit. So it is not outside the realm of possibility that the Miami Heat can beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And if the Milwaukee Bucks get beat by the Miami Heat. Do not be surprised if you find Giannis Antetokounmpo back in Milwaukee. I mean, back in Miami, uh, out of Milwaukee and in Miami, <laughs> the next um the next season. Don't be do not be surprised. Pat Riley is a hell of a convincer for people to make change. Now, talking about surprising losses, right? Uh, listen, just imagine that Jimmy Butler and Giannis Antetokounmpo together, Whew. and all those three and all those shooters they have in Miami. <laughs> okay, but I digress. 
somebody else that may leave is actually somebody that may actually shockingly win their next series. I know, but it's not him. This one may actually be the great, incredible, your 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 the amazing your neighborhood Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell still is in his first contract. And I don't know why this keeps coming up. Maybe this keeps coming up just because, listen, they were just fat heads in they're just fat heads in New York that just like to keep talking about possibilities to keep to, to keep New York, New Yorkers and New York and Knicks fans. In, in, in a constant state of, of want. Or like to push him into imagination land. But it's being taught that, listen, Donovan Mitchell may not finish out his first, um, uh, may, not, may, may not extend his contract in Utah. It is very possible that he may go for the bigger stage. That he may want to take on that challenge. That he may want to that his his former agent may be able to convince him enough to leave there and go play for the Knicks. It's a possibility. It's a great possibility. Remember, the phone lines are always open anytime that you guys want to call up. You know, nine one one zero zero twenty four. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Right. So right now we have the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets are going to take on the Denver Nuggets tonight. And the, remember, the Utah Jazz are the lowest seed. So the Utah Jazz can can 100 percent upset the Denver Nuggets and beat them tonight and come away in this series winning four to one. And, and, I'm, and even though that would be a great shock. He still, he still may leave. This is just what I'm hearing. This is just what I'm hearing. And I don't know if I'm only hearing this because I'm tied to the New York circle. You know I mean? I don't know how, I don't know where else is, I'm, I'm hearing this out outside of the New York circle. This is what I'm tied to. And I, and I keep hearing his name. And I keep hearing his name. And I keep hearing his name. But I'm not tied to the Miami circle. I mean, I guess I am too. And I keep hearing Giannis's name. And I keep hearing Giannis's name. And I keep hearing Giannis's name. I don't hear about the Spider-Man. I don't hear about the incredible Spider-Man in Miami. I don't hear about it. I don't hear about Giannis in New York. I hear about Giannis in Miami, though. I hear about Spider-Man in New York. I'm saying, I'm here. I'm hearing the names. I'm hearing. I'm hearing the name. And even so, right? As intriguing and as exciting that that may be, if those two individuals left and went, and one went to Miami, one went to New York, that's then. Oh, that's in the future, I should say. Right now, currently as it stands. Right, the most intriguing matchup, even though man, that 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 Donovan Mitchell and and Murray matchup has has proven to be more than what we asked for. It is like when you actually order something from Wish and actually get what you ordered. <laughs> like that Donovan Mitchell and Devontae Murray matchup is actually the Utah Denver matchup is a matchup to watch. Those guys are going off for 50 every night. 40 something. Right, not every damn near every night. It feels like every night. But they're going off for 40 something plus. Damn it. Like they those two boys are balling. And, and go back and look at where they were drafted at. And how many and, and look at your team if they could have had them. Knicks. <laughs> oh man. And intrig as an intriguing that that's gonna be tonight, right? And as intriguing as that matchup is gonna be tonight, I think that game starts at like six or something. The most intriguing basketball left, the most intriguing basketball left, all takes place in Houston or in Texas, I should say. All of it takes place in Texas. The whole entire thing. Houston versus Oklahoma City. Now, granted, you guys already know what I said about Dallas. Dallas is the most intriguing team in this whole entire finals. Like, that Dallas, like, I've been saying that since, since, since the playoffs started. Like, that Dallas that Dallas Clippers matchup is the most intriguing matches of, of the first round. That Dallas team is the most intriguing team of the playoffs. But Houston OKC adds another ride into what I like to call 
or another station into what I like to call that one time in basketball camp. And in this here, you have the failed your city station. Because all I want to know between Houston and Oklahoma City, who is going to get the title of Mr. Failder City this this um this in the first round? Because they both have this moniker. Chris Paul has been able to dodge the stench of Mr. Failed his city a lot more than James Harden. But do not get it twisted. And I, and, I, and I keep trying to tell y'all this. The only, thing, the only reason why Chris Paul hasn't stuck with Chris Paul because Chris Paul doesn't stay with his team long enough for the stench to stick. But then he goes to another team that's kind of struggling, right? Helps them win a little bit of games. Helps them get to places where you didn't expect them to get them to. But still never over the hump, regardless of what else you put around him. That's the reason when I was like, yo, when you put them together in Houston, you put... Mr. Fail This City with another Mr. Fail This City. All you got was Mr. Fail This City squared. You were going to double break your heart. Don't you pray, 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 break my heart. But no, you set yourself up for failure. So the question here, when it comes to Oklahoma City, in a matchup that's 2-2, match, that's, that's two, two. in another one of those matches, we thought that the, that the lower-seeded team could possibly beat the higher seeded team, especially since Houston does not have Russell, Russell Westbrook back yet. The biggest question here was whose unclutchness will shine more? Yes, yes, yes. That was the question of the day. Whose? <laughs> Whose unclutchness will shine more in this series? Now, this isn't to be mistaken on, obviously, who's going to get the bigger stain on them if they lose this series. Obviously, Houston takes the bigger, like, the bigger blow. Obviously, James Harden takes the bigger blow. But I'm sorry. Without Russell Westbrook, like... Things start to kind of even like I, you have the younger team. I understand that experience, but see, and this is what I said earlier a while ago. Chris Paul always finds a way to be able to dodge the stench of loss. He dodges like even when he loses here, he's gonna get a pass. He's gonna get a pass for losing in the first round of the playoffs with this team. And if James Harden loses, he won't get a pass. But, but it's going to be real. I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really, really locked in. I'm going to be really, really locked in. Right now, that series is tied 2-2. Oklahoma City tied this series 117-114. Another close game. So, so far, the two times that Oklahoma City has won has been a close game. But now they've won two games straight. Now, in an environment where everything is neutral, when you finally now come away with two games straight after some team has beat you twice, and that and that and that second game, I can't remember how that second game went. If that was close enough, has that tie turned? Can Houston find a way to, to come back and win another game? Or does, has Oklahoma City figured out? Has gotten Houston's number and knows how to beat them now? All of the intriguing basketball left. The most intriguing basketball left remains in Texas. And there is no bigger intriguing game than the one that's going to happen on tonight. The other Texas team is also tied up 2-2. But in this case, the Dallas Mavericks are the underdog to the L.A. Clippers. And we saw this, right? First game, they, they Dallas Mavericks threw it away when Christoph Porzingis got thrown out. Second game, the Dallas Mavericks came back and they won. Behind their two stars. Third game, they end up oh, third game, Christoph Porzingis end up going out. Right? And and they end up losing that game. Fourth game, um, they they have their what's going on? What's going on, Doss? Oh, I remember that Doss. My boy Doss, Doss. My Doss, Doss is Doss. <laughs> it's probably me. 
Welcome, welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I can't calm down, B. Like I can't calm down. Don't you know they? Call, don't you know one of my nicknames is Mister Energy? Mister, like, like I, I, I am the motor mouth. I can't calm down. This is what I do. And plus, we only got like four minutes left in the podcast. I'm trying to get all this shit out. <laughs> but the most intriguing matchup still. No, I can't do cocaine. I got a bad heart. <laughs> I already got two. I, I already got two stints put into my, into my heart. Like I, I can't do cocaine. Like this is a natural hot. Like I wake up in the morning, I take a breath of fresh air, and I and I go like the Tasmanian devil. But, 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 but that's all, folks. Listen, let me get back into the stove. <laughs> all intriguing basketball left happens in Texas right now, and we saw the first game. They threw that a game away. Christoph Porzingis failed his team the first game. Like yeah, you 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 failed your team by getting thrown out. Second game, both both of them play. Bam! You saw what happened when they both came. It, it didn't even look like it was close. Third game, the LA Clippers come back, and, and I mean the Dallas, yeah, LA Clippers come back, and they end up winning that game because Christoph Porzingis has again filled this team. Christoph Porzingis, we've never questioned his talent. His number one question has been availability. You know what they say is your best ability is availability, and Christoph Porzingis' availability has always been in question. But listen, so was Anthony Davis at the beginning of his career. So it's not saying that he don't have time. I haven't been watching hockey. I haven't been watching hockey. But if you want to call up tomorrow about about uh, and, and talk some hockey with me, I'll be on for three hours tomorrow at eight, starting at eight oh seven p.m. Uh, and, and you can talk all the hockey that you want. But I do know, I do know that my New York Islanders is on, is in there causing havoc though, and that's all I need to know. Is is, is that Brooklyn's in the fucking, you know what I mean? That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tomorrow night, yeah, if you want to call up, I'm, I have a because today's show is only for one hour. So like I said, I'm cutting this off in about two in about a minute or so. But tomorrow's show is gonna be for three hours, starting at eight oh seven. If you want to call up and, and talk some hockey, talk some hockey, I got you, dos, dos, das, dos is das, das is dos. <laughs> so Dallas is still. So now we have Dallas and LA. So we have the Dallas Mavericks and the LA Clippers tied up. Luka Doncic showed you that he can will his team to win. Now, what I need to see is if Kawhi Leonard is supposed to be the best player in the league, right? Or consider or trying to be considered himself the best two-way player in the league. If he's going to start considering himself, right, the guy that's going to dethrone LeBron James, if he's going to try to be the guy that's going to be the first person to win three championships in three different teams, he, I'm going to need to see, need to watch him um, um, guard Luka. I'm going to need to see him guard the master Jedi. I am going to have to see that because you can't shy away from that. Luka Doncic shouldn't be getting a step back three over, over, over. God damn it. What's his name? He used to play for Oklahoma city. He was the backup point. guard. He used to play with no, Reggie, Reggie, um, something Reggie, Reggie Bush, Reggie Jackson, right? He shouldn't be doing a, spe a step back three over Reggie Jackson. If he's going to do a step back three, that needs to be over Kawhi Leonard. If anything, Kawhi Leonard should be guarding him. You call yourself the claw. You call yourself the best defender in the league. Why aren't you guarding the best player on that team? That's all they have. Christoph Porzingis is gone. And Christoph Porzingis is still uncertain for their next game. That's tonight, game five. So as of right now, Christoph Porzingis is uncertain. So we're going to see how things change if things change as, as the day progresses. Because I'm telling you, the biggest what if, if Dallas beats the Clippers. Folks, I am your host, Alan Tomar Taylor. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. We are out here. I am going to see you tomorrow night at 8.07 p.m. So our three-hour show. Oh, man, you know how I love my hump days. That's when I take my time. See, I rush Mondays. I rush Tuesdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays. I mean, I mean Friday, Thursdays and Fridays. I may rush the action. But on Thursday, on Wednesday night, on hump day night, I like to take my time. Why are we going to take our time? Tomorrow night, three hours of a podcast. I'm out of here. Oh, oh, oh. Remember what I said. Let the optimism tomorrow be your foundation for today. Yeah.
Once again, shout out and I want to show all love to the Podbean community and all podcasts that represent and raise money for the Jet Black Empowerment Organization in honor of Pod God to help local organizations prosper. 